Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your sweet and gentle GM, woo-woo, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. I'm here to drink Moon Mist and learn all of Numenera's rules. And I have plenty of Moon Mist, <laughs> so I'll be doing that. Alex Finn. It's really hot outside, like, goddamn, sweater than balls. And Samson Davis. Were we supposed to have drinks for tonight? Because... I didn't. I just have water. Everyone's drinking. Should have pre-gamed. <laughs> what do you think Moon Mist is? Uh, some sort of like witch shit. I don't know. It's Fago Moon Mist, like oh. soda. Oh, so that's their Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. No, Mountain Dew <laughs> is PepsiCo's Moon Mist. Duh. Yeah, I thought Moon Mist was like some just moonshine, weird like energy drink, like local Detroit energy drink, or like the name for an energy drink that's already got alcohol in it. Yeah, drink this, you'll be seeing Moon Mist. <laughs> newest tiktok challenge <laughs> but hey you know what you shouldn't drink dice and you can get more dice that you should not drink at diehard dice they're an online purveyor of wonderful well-shaped polyhedral dies for your ttrpg experiences to flourish upon i don't know but you go buy their dice they're beautiful dice high quality and when you go to check out you get 10 off your order when you type in explorers wanted at checkout into the proper box can't just type it anywhere but you get high-quality dice for a little bit cheaper, and you're supporting your favorite podcast. It's a win-win for everybody involved. So go do that. They're a great company and help support the show. Yeah, and by the time you hear this, they will just release two new sets, the Avalor Mist and the Avalor Ash. Ooh. Avalor Moon Mist? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we just said they're not going to drink the dice. <laughs> Alex, what happened last time? You're just picking on me because I'm drinking spicy water, aren't you? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> last time, for the first time, in campaign two... Yes, we're on the second one, yes. It started with Samson's character, Ilsin, being a reporter, doing a good job of being a reporter, turning in their required weekly fluff piece, getting excited to go see the dog show, and finding out... That instead of fluff pieces, Ilsen has to do some real news investigative journalism about the F's that have been happening recently. Like, nobody knows who could have been doing these thefts. It's a mystery about some, you know, stuff stolen from factories. God, who knows who did that? And some art. It's so mysterious. It's weird. And maybe, like, a couple, like, weapon shipments. It's so weird. Who would do that? Ah. 
<laughs> Might be this mysterious finger character who we have no idea who they are at all. And no clue whatsoever. N- no clue. And Ilseen was just like, okay, got it. And flip flop, Ilseen turns out to be a thief too, going off to get her thief jobs. And it's going to be amazing. Except Ilseen decides, like, I can't go in my nice work clothes because, you know, I'll get thiefing on my good pants. And so Ilseen changes and goes up to the meeting place. Then we switch over to Magpie, just walking, doing her stuff. She meets with her, um, quote-unquote buddy who gives her another job that she can do on top of this job which is pretty awesome you know get that money i think she'll be paid in i hope maybe we hope we'll get money out of this we want to be rich this time around do we we had money last time and we got to do some ridiculous shit did we yeah we just kind of carried around a lot well we bought that nuke yeah we had a nuke i feel like that was fairly early and we had like 300 by the time we ended. But we had fat stacks of cash by the end. Yeah. Nix was blowing money. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. We could do whatever <laughs> we wanted. You couldn't stop us because we had money. Well, yeah. Like <laughs> we just. Nix could do whatever she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Nix is a bank. You can't stop her. She's too big to fail. Wait until you meet Esri. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So, um, Magpie decided to take the stairs, had zero troubles, only weirdos have troubles with stairs. I don't know what's happening. Stairs are so easy, you should take the stairs often. And then they met up with the guy giving them the job, and they're like, hey, where's Esri? Huh? And they're like, eh, she's not here, whatever. Keep going. And he's just like, no three people? And we're like, nah, just give us the job and the money amount but like ilseen asks too many questions for like a thief like yeah it's good to be prudent but she's on the level of like i think you're gonna get killed after this job because you're too nosy i asked the correct amount of questions (coughs) this guy wasn't giving us enough information (coughs) (coughs) listeners you tell us who you think asked the good amount of questions for being a professional thief and then we got our job we left we met some friends one, I forget her name, but was like, holy shit, Ezra's been missing for like a couple days now. We're about ready to evacuate. Have you seen her? Can you find her? If we don't find her within a certain amount of time, we're going to bug out and like, I don't know, implode our headquarters. It's getting kind of fuzzy for me because I was running out of Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Not a euphemism. And then we met Ferdinand, who's just like, hey, my buddies, would you like one grappling hook? And it turned out to be Ilsin's grappling hook that somebody magically stole earlier. No idea who. So weird. But then we had to buy information on where Ezra was for tension, which is apparently the discounted price. And we found out Ezra was just like, I'm going to invade the Traveler's Guild. <laughs> Transit Guild. Transit Guild. No BTS this time. (laughs) So we were doing the Transit Guild, and we're like, oh shit, she might be in trouble. Or we could just do our job, because it's doing like three days. We don't know yet. So flash over to Esri, and she's just doing her best. Going to the dock, checking out her boxes. Pays for a box. I don't know why she's paying for boxes. Just beat people up to get the box. Because, you know, you big. Anyway. 
So you got your box, you went rummaged through the box, something was eating on the box, and you're just like, gross, why can't they do better at customs? And she grabs her stuff, starts, I guess, sneaking down back to the hideout, which she chose the stairs. I guess it's because I made the stairs sound so amazing, because, you know, <laughs> stairs. Um, there was a whoopsie doodle on the stairs, though. <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> and there was a moment where we were just like, I guess this is where she rolls the new character. But she didn't. She survived. And we didn't break the stairs either, because that would have been a fun moment for everybody for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> Remember this moment, Esri, on the stairs? Because <laughs> we would have pointed it out. That's who we are as players. I mean, yeah, you have to. At some point, you would have had to escape, and then you would have encountered yeah. those broken stairs and been fucked. We would immediately have forgot about the goddamn stairs. I feel like that's like the Torment Tides of Numenera opening. That would be Esri's. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So after not dying on one level of stairs, Esri's like, you know what? Tunnels may be a sexier stair. Mm-hmm. I've not been in tunnels yet, so I would not have an opinion. And Esri goes through the tunnels, and suddenly she finds the most adorable creature, but it is in pain, and it's like, oh no. And then it delivers a very haunting message to her before just imploding. Exploding. Excreting. Um, golly. <laughs> Just saying, hey, look what I can do, but can't undo it. So what was their final message? I forgot. Uh, they're going to get you dig and dig until they find you. Ah, the hit Bowie Band song. They're going to get you dig and dig until they find you. <laughs> yes. And that's where we ended the episode. Yeah. Then we cut over to Magpie and... You'll see. Is Ferdinand still in front of us? Yes, he's just told you that he saw Esri going into one of the offices of the Transit Guild. Ilsen just kind of like squats down on her heels, just, ah, fuck. Which office did you see? Is there only one office or is there, what's the specific location? There's lots of offices. He gives you the, essentially the address of one of those office buildings. Gotcha. And when was this? Did he tell us when? He said earlier today. Uh well, I see I've taken your breath away. That's a usual reaction that I get. Magpie will tell you. It's never a good reason, but he does. Ah, <laughs> uh, you. Anyway, thank you for the shins and the banter. And he, like, looks and grins at Elsine. And pleasure to meet you. Looking forward to seeing you around more. And then he turns and wanders off. When we see him leave line of sight, Elsine will turn to Magpie and say, Who is that man? What is he? I mean, he's out of your league. Both in, like, the job market and the dating pool, if you were wondering. I wasn't. At least not that second part. It's more of a, don't go into that league, that's a bad league. It's really just gonna lead to baggage. Like what? As a member of that league, permanently, I will say you will cry often. And it's gonna be stupid shit. You're gonna call him at, like, midnight. Because, I mean, somebody was doing this to me last week. They're calling me at midnight saying, I saw a hamburger and thought of you. And I was just like, I don't care. Lose my number. Fuck off. Are you on drugs? Mm, Not today. Yeah. And because also like this thing that she's saying about calling and losing a number makes no fucking sense to you whatsoever. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I Sure. I'll trust your reasoning. But he's very good at being a thief. So... Watch the pockets, all of them, even the secret ones. I don't get the sense that there's many secret pockets with him around. 
But we got, I think we have to find Esri, or at least investigate this, where she went. I mean, if you think it will take less than three days, okay. Um, I think it will certainly take less than three days to figure out if we can help Esri. Yeah. Fair. Let's do it. Uh, Ilsene pops up and I guess we head over to the location. Although, if it's close enough, uh, not close enough, once we're in like the equivalent of like a few blocks away, Ilsene is going to get stealthy about it and approach the location mm-hmm. stealthily. Okay, so you are approaching an office of the Transit Guild, so it will require, I think, 15 stealth, not to be seen at all. Oh, uh, quick question about flex skills. We can't double up on skills we already have, right? Correct. Okay. It has to be a different skill. That's what I thought. I'm trained in stealth, so I'm just going to stick with that. Well, for me, 19. Nice. What would you propose as a minor effect? Uh, as a minor effect... Can we get a like an entry point, like an open window or a door with a pretty shitty looking lock? Something we could use to enter if we wanted to. An asset on entering if that comes up. How about that? I would say, yeah, there's one of those, but there's also like a guard smoking outside it. Perfect. I'd love to notice guards. How about magpie stealth roll? I'm sorry, I was debating if I actually wanted to stealth in or not. Oh, so it's 15 stealth if you want to. I mean, we're walking into an effing office. I mean, it depends if you want to get closer unnoticed so that you can see more before you go in or if you just want to be walking down the street. Oh, would she have had dealings with the Transit Guild? Not directly. If you've been hired by them at any point, it was through an intermediary. And you've definitely never stolen from them because nobody in Lathe fucks with the Transit Guild. The Transit Guild holds so much influence within the city, they're sometimes referred to as the Third House meaning that they're almost on par with the Senate. Nice. She's, she's then just going to walk up. No stealth. Okay, so Ilseen is perfectly hidden, and then Magpie's just walking up the street casually. Yup. Okay, so you approach the building, and the guard that Ilseen spotted looks up and uh, starts watching you as you're approaching the building. Can I help you? Offices are closed. Yes, I think I was supposed to meet my friend here, and... I think she forgot to leave. Are you sure everybody left for the day? Are you sure? I'm using persuasion. Okay, this is going to be 15 persuasion, which was a 12 for you, I think. Yes. Can I double dip in skills? What do you propose? I also have the skill to peacefully opening communication. No, no. I have thrown their zero threat. I I know, I know. I'm going to stick with my only one skill thing for now. Okay, that's fair. I'm also trying to be a distraction for certain people if they wanted to try and be a thief. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of what you're doing. Good. I see you. I got a 13. Okay. He says, well, I mean, usually everybody's gone. You know, my colleagues do the rounds inside. I just guard this door. Right. So do they check the bathrooms? So we had this vendor last night and, uh... We had some street meat that might not have been good street meat. And I'm not sure if her constitution was the greatest. How dare you? So maybe stuck in a bathroom. I mean, she would have been in there a while. It's been a couple hours since everything closed. It was some questionable street meat. I have just, you know, come out of the bathroom myself. That's why I'm so late. Okay. (laughs) Well. (laughs) When in doubt, diarrhea. (laughs) Uh, I'll see if I can get somebody's attention out and go check the bathrooms. I mean, is it okay if I just go in and give it a little knock-knock? You can come with me. 
generally not supposed to let anybody inside. What about escort people inside? Did they say you couldn't specifically escort people inside to check the bathrooms for their friend who potentially has diarrhea? Well, it's just more that if I'm escorting you here and I don't wait till I can see somebody and talk to them, there's nobody watching the door while I'm doing that. But you're closed. Why would anybody come while you're closed? Persuasion! <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Take off your shirt. Persuasion. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a big ask. Um, so with your skill and persuasion, I think it's 15. I'm just using his own logic against him, okay? The spicy water has made me spicy. <laughs> I got a 19. It's very good logic. Okay. What would you propose as a minor effect? Um, can I give a free level of effort to Ilseen? Yeah, so if Ilseen wants to do something, you've granted them a level of effort because you're distracting this guard. So the guard's like, yeah, I suppose, uh, and he leads you in. Ilseen, what are you going to do? So while Ilseen has been watching this happen, she is going to use one of her ciphers, the smart fast twitch bugs. Checks that into her arm and now has plus two edge for the next, or plus two speed edge for the next hour. Nice. Mm. And I'm going to do that now because I would like to, obviously waiting for the right opportunity to sneak in behind the guard and magpie. And then immediately find a shadowy corner in inside. Okay, so the guard is distracted, which brings it down to a 12. So that's the asset you're getting from Magpie. And then you have Stealth, mm -hmm. right? So that makes it a 9. Yes. And then one level of effort, bring it to a 6. Okay. Oh, it feels so good when I have Speed Effort, or Speed Edge. 10. Okay. You slip in utterly silently. In fact, you're so clever about it, you wonder if Magpie even spotted you move in. Ilsen will think that I... 100% think she saw me. Or at least recognize the shadow behind, the like the shadow movement behind her. It's like, oh, that was definitely Ilsen. So you slip in behind him. He leads Magpie over to the restrooms and says, you're welcome to go take a look. Thank you so much. I'll just be right out. Give me like a few seconds. I'll knock three times if I also have tummy troubles and need a little bit of a pit stop. All right. So you go in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. I would like to offer you an XP. Yes. <laughs> In the bathroom, laying on the ground, blood seeping from a head wound, is the dead body of another guard. Interesting. Let's that down real quick. So, Esri, how's that tunnel? Good. I mean, weird. Freaky shit. It's happening. You've tapped the weird red meat and it jolted one more time and then stopped. She thinks, like, probably not good meat and keeps walking you continue walking down the tunnel and it takes a little bit but then you know like i said it's kind of roundabout and then you step out on a tier below tier that you need to get to okay does she know how to get from this tier to her tier lift stairs or another tunnel but she knows of a tunnel i mean yeah i would say here you would know a tunnel from here okay yep that's what she'll do so you head over to that other tunnel. Not many people on the streets down here. Again, even though there's not a lot of rain coming this far down into the tiers, people get superstitious about the rain. It wasn't like always like that in Lathe, but especially, you know, during your lifetime, it's more common. But because of the, the sea storms have just gotten so much worse. And as you are wandering through, you reach that tunnel and you begin moving upward. And as you're climbing in this tunnel, 
he's got a fairly steep incline. You don't have to like go on all fours or anything, but you like it's it's a little bit of work to climb it. All right. And then as you're climbing up, you reach the third tier. Now this tunnel exits at the third tier, and then it'll also continue going up to the second tier if need be. But then there is this third tier, which is where your enclave is, sort of in a corner of this tier that's sort of like full of like abandoned buildings and things like that. But it's not far from a lift. But she doesn't need to take a lift, right? Correct. Okay. Well, she'll uh, head back to HQ. Okay. You start heading back to HQ. Because you're kind of walking down like one of the alleys that you have to go through from the tunnel to get to like the area of town that you're going to. You start hearing more murmuring. They're coming for you. They're going to dig and dig until they find you. And then another voice. They're coming for you. They're going to dig and dig until they find you. Pack it off. They're coming for you. <laughs> They're going to dig and dig. Shut up. Until they find you. The sound is clearly coming from some of the open windows of some of these homes. She'll start to jog back. Okay. You start jogging back. And at this point, I will offer you an XP. Yeah. Okay. So you start jogging back and you see two things. A cop on the street and a path towards your enclave and rising from the ground in between both of them and you is a thick cloud of maroon gas. Well, she'll yell gas, 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 as one does. Mm-hmm. Double check her mask seal, and she's going to try to... Because the, the mask and everything will hold up, right? For a, a period of time. Yeah, it really kind of depends on the gas. Ah. Sometimes a mask seal is enough. Sometimes if it gets any kind of contact with your skin, it's bad. Like, even if you're fully masked up and fully covered, you need to get through gas pretty fast for it to be safe. How fast can she get through this gas? I don't know. How fast can you go? Long distance with fleet of foot. You might need to do long distance. All right, she'll do that, and she'll head for the path to the enclave. Now you're wearing your mask and all your gear. You're wearing that good cop mask she stole, too. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to give you an asset on your might defense roll of 18. So 15? 15 for you right now. This is to avoid the gas giving you the bad touch. <laughs> <laughs> She'll spend a, a level of my effort as well. That's a 12. No one said she wasn't brave. Another 11. Wow. No, I don't know. I don't want it to happen like that. I'm going to re-roll that. Oh, you're going to spend your XP to re-roll that? Okay. I know. I'm never going to level up. 17. 17. You rush through the gas, even through your mask, this high-quality mask. You can still smell that terrible smell. And honestly, it reminds you most of the smell of that cop you saw turn himself inside out. Yeah. And for a moment, you think you hear whispers in your ear. They got it for you. out on the other side. Yeah, well, she runs through and gets to the secret HQ door as fast as she can. I hear you. I hear you. What? So, you're heading for the HQ door. Yeah. And I'm going to offer you another XP. Oh, shit. Uh, I actually have two XP to give away, so one each. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Alex, you have an XP to give away, too, right? Yeah. Who are you going to give it to? Well, 
feel like I should give it to Esri so she still has next Aww. week. Well, that gives me two because I just got another one for GM Intrusion. But I think it evens us all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody has one? Someone give something to Ilson? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So, Esri, you're running. You know the gas didn't get you. But your vision is still getting blurry and indistinct. And it's getting harder and harder to move. No! You're stumbling. And about a block from the Enclave entrance, you collapse on the ground and things go dark. Rip. No, not rip. (laughs) 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 So, Ilson, are you just waiting on Magpie? Ilson would give it a few seconds just to see, like, how that guard situation with the bathroom is going to hang out. Obviously, she doesn't know about the corpse in the bathroom, just that whole situation. So at the moment, I think she's just taking in the lay of the land, seeing, like, what's immediately inside? Where do these hallways go? Is there another guard? So there's these restrooms, and then there's there seems to be offices. There might be something that's like a mail room up ahead, but otherwise it just seems to be office doors. You really can't tell one from the other. They're not particularly well-labeled. There's labels, but they seem to be almost like symbols. It's not the language that Margaret uses. It's not the language that they use here in Lathe. Does it seem like some like proprietary labels that like only the Transit Guild would use and know? Yeah, it kind of gives off that sort of like we're a professional organization, but we're still like kind of bordering on a cult at the same time. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. But they have great conferences. People get wild. <laughs> Just a bunch of drunk execs on a fast moving train. Mm-hmm. Okay. If there's any doors nearby that she can check to see if they're locked, maybe peek in. She's just going to check, like, the immediate surroundings somewhere. Just basically the area that she can quickly, like, go back to her hiding spot in if a guard comes up. Hmm. Okay. So, kind of boring. But you're still trying to duck in somewhere. She's just poking around, looking around, because I don't think she fully trusts the signage. Because to her, that implies, okay, this is meant to, like, confuse people who don't know what's happening. So, this seems like, Uh. to her mind, she is surrounded by traps. So, she's just poking around, seeing what's up. And then, again, waiting for Magpie to make her move. Whichever that ends up being. Okay. I'm going to say it's a 15 stealth now because the guard is sort of waiting. He doesn't have Magpie actively distracting at the moment. Sure, sure. You know, use the cipher for a reason. So, one little effort in my training to bring it to a nine. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, I'm going to stick with the three I just rolled. The guard spots you and says, What What the hell? What are you doing in here? Ilsen runs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guard shouts, Intruder! And then starts running after you. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Magpie, you're there. There is a dead body laying on the ground that is clearly in the same guard uniform that the guard escorting you is. You've just heard the guard say, Hey, who are you? What are you doing here? And then, Intruder! And the sound of them running after them. Okay, two questions. What are the turlets like in this world? Here in the Transit Guild in Lave, they're like bulls. And the bulls have like these plants that look like sort of like sea anemones. So when you sit and do your business, that makes them happy. Their tentacles swing, and that's basically how you clean yourself at the end. Uh, Could I? <laughs> awful. What an awful thing. Could I try and feed them a dead body is what I'm trying to get at. Or is that too big for the plants? They need it to be. It'd be pretty big, and uh, it's they're used to softer material to digest. Fair. So, he died of a head wound. What's the condition of his guard uniform? So, it's a dark uniform. I would say there is some blood at the neck, 
and on the top of the back of it. Like, so the guard's uniform is not torn, but there's definitely blood on the back of it because the blood has been, like, spreading out underneath them. Okay. Are there any windows in this bathroom? No. So, Magpie is going to identity theft this dead guard. Oh, okay. And just, like, shove his body in a stall. Okay. Are you going to clean up the blood? No. But to cover up the blood stain on the uniform, she's just going to let her hair down. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had Mm -hmm. it in that bun at first, and then you just let it down. Okay, cool. So, yeah, now you're wearing a guard's uniform. So she's going to go run after the intruder call. Okay. So you open the door to the bathroom, and you go running the way that your guard friend went. Wilson, this guard is behind you. He's running very fast. Where are you trying to go? Well, one, fleet of foot. So, like, that's just going to be on now for Mm -hmm. the rest of this Benny Hill bullshit. (laughs) Ilsen, I think, is first going to be just running deeper, running whatever direction seem to have the least amount of guards. And looking for a window to possibly bust through if that becomes necessary. Okay. But you're not running back to the door you came in. No, that sounds too easy. Okay, you're running and trying to avoid other guards. Let's see how that goes. So you're going to have an advantage. You're going to have an asset here because we know one of the guards is dead. Yes. Well, Sen doesn't know that. Right, 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 right. But we as players know. So give me a... So this is basically just like a luck roll more than anything not to bump into anybody. Okay. Now... Because you're avoiding things, you could apply your skills. So I think it's like it's like a 12 to start. It's just keep in mind, whatever you're doing, you're being chased while you're doing it. So it's not like a stealth is probably not going to help as much. Yeah, that's a problem. A lot of things I have right now are different flavors of stealth. Can I, well, this may be luck too, since I don't know which of these doors are locked or which are open, but can I try to basically juke this guard, like quickly go into a room and then see if I can like exit out of that room, like into another room. Literally try to pull a Benny Hill on this guy. Sure. You could argue either speed or might. Okay. And it's going to be a, since you've got fleet of foot running, I think it's a 12 to start. So the purpose of doing this is that I like to try to leverage my lies and trickery skill, kind of like mm-hmm. with that Benny Hill juking. Sure. Awesome. I am, I have an inability in fast movement, so that'll cancel out back to a 12. All right, 12, another speed effort to bring to a nine. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> All right. This one, I am going to use my XP to re-roll a two, and we're going to retire this dice. This is, this is funny, but not funny, but funny. I rolled a three again, so. <laughs> Better drink those dice. Okay. Listen, I have a backup plan. <laughs> the guard. Okay, do it now. <laughs> the bu- guard gets up to you grabs you on the shoulder with a strong hand and yanks you to a standstill. Fuck. Magpie, you've been following along. Do you have something you want to do? Yes. She's gonna yell at the guard, Holy shit, there's a dead body in the bathroom! Did you kill some chick? (laughs) He says, A dead body? He looks at Ilsen and is like, I think we've got our murderer right here. Caught her sneaking around. Do you know who she could have killed? Someone's got to identify the body. Make sure it's not one of us. Well, there shouldn't be any... Well, there was one woman. Wait a second. This is the guard that saw you before. He's going to recognize your face. She's got her hair down. I'm just going with the idea that men are stupid. Okay? Wait, you're the one I let in here. What are you talking about? Second he realizes that, Ilsen's going to attack. <laughs> okay, cool. So why don't you guys roll initiative for me? Yep. Uh, 11. 
10. Okay. Guard goes first. Fuck. I was going to say, how how long can we get with this charade? So he sees Ilsen getting ready to attack. He's holding on to Ilsen right now. So yeah, he's going to try to hit Ilsen. Don't. Because he's holding you, it is going to be a hindrance, which makes it an 18 to dodge this hit. Ow. Um. <laughs> I also have another bad plan. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm, I was using his speed modification. No, 15 to dodge this hit with the hindrance. Speed or might? It's speed defense. Okay. Level speed effort to bring that to a 12. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Natural 20. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron Jesus. Finally. Okay. You definitely dodge the attack. He swings and misses. Um, what would you propose as a major effect? I think he'll send suddenly breaks out some, like, Black Widow Akito shit. Like, suddenly kind of, like, uses okay. his momentum, flips around him, and... The crotch flip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I guess with that, uh, can I, I guess, like, pin him, basically? Grapple him? Yeah, you, you pin him. He's, he's grappled for the moss. Awesome. So that was you dodging, and then I think it is next Ilson's turn. She's going to pull out a small rod that suddenly, like, expands into a quarter staff, and then just bash this guy in the side of the head, trying to knock him out. Okay. He's pinned in front of you, so that's two assets, I think. So it is a nine to hit him. Nine to hit? Is that a nine? That's a nine. Exactly. Okay. Is it a medium weapon or a light weapon? Quarterstaff is medium, so this will be four. Four damage. Okay. Samson, even or odd? Oh, odd. Okay, Stace will die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Even. He's not knocked down. He's like, <laughs> ah! Fucker! Poked him in the eye. <laughs> and now it's Magpie's turn. I'm trying to think if I want to go with my original bad plan or if I want to help Wilson. I kind of like the way this is going at the moment. So. <laughs> Listen, my original bad plan was to beat the shit out of Wilson, get on the guard side, and then rescue Wilson. <laughs> I think you should just kick him in the face. You have an asset on it. Feel bad, but yeah, she's just gonna kick him in the face. Not in like the mouth, because I don't want to take out his teeth. Teeth are very valuable. Okay, so this is a 12 for you. Might. Um, I got a 13. Unarmed is light, unless you have, right? Secretly, she stole some steel toed boots. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unarmed is light. So that should be a 9, right? With Because he's still pinned. Oh, right. That's right, Stace. Good call. So it's a 9. I got a 13. Okay. So you hit him for two damage. Evens rock. Even? Samson will die. Tell me if you get even or odd. It's kind of funny. This poor guy. Uh, odd? Yeah, he's still awake. Oh, God, this <laughs> sucks to be this man. <laughs> so now it's getting like, ow! <laughs> it's the guard's turn. He's going to try to break free of Ilson's grip. It's going to be amazing. So this will be a 15 might roll. Ilson. Oh, boy. This situation is classic Explorers 1. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> One level of might efforts to bring it to a 12. 16. Okay, you keep him pinned. It's now Ilsen's turn. Smack him and then push him back down. <laughs> it's your turn, Ilsen. Then after I smack him, I hit him again with the quarter sap. Poor man. Okay, so that'll be nine. Uh, no. Nine exactly again. Okay, evens are off. Um, odds. I'm sticking with it. Stace will die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Stace, please. 15. Okay. He's finally knocked out. His face looks like shit. He has been hit twice with it and the, the boot. And as you knock him out, the last thing you hear is just like a, ah, oh, stop it. 
immediately, Ilsen is going to try a nearby door. Is it locked? Unlocked? Oh, evens rods. Ah, oh, fuck. Evens. Alec. I got a nat 20 even. Door is unlocked. Uh, quickly peeking in, is it occupied? Does not appear to be occupied. Then Ilsen uh, will drag unconscious uh, guard into the room. Magpie's going through his pockets. Inside, inside. Not now. Do you not have a concept of danger? Hmm. I don't know. Somebody let the guards know they were here after I gave them a pretty big... Come on. I was very distracting. I you, For a moment, and then you left the room for this. This is great. Wish I had one of these anyway. But no, get it out of the pockets. Come on. As Magpie is going, you notice that there is a quite a big blood stain on the back of the uniform she's wearing. Hey, quick question. Guard in, close the door. Where did you get all this and this blood? Oh, there's an actual dead body in the bathroom. Oh, that wasn't... No. The <laughs> poorly improvised story. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was going to cause a further distraction by yelling him about the dead guard in the bathroom. And then I was going to come up with this excuse. Oh my gosh, all my friend was having diarrhea. She got kidnapped and they killed this guard. It was a moment. You were going to have so much time. Well, that didn't happen. So she's back in the pockets. <laughs> okay. So your guard had their keys off of them. Like their keys have been removed from them. You find keys. You find uh, essentially like a nightstick and I think five shins on this guard. She's going to put the five shin back and give him three additional shin in his pocket. But she feels yeah. like she's just like, ah, oh, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was getting to the point where Alex, the player, was worried we were going to have to kill him to just make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So that's what you find in the pockets. Now what? Got keys. What kind of room are we in? Just a generic office space, or yeah. So you guys came into an office, and this room is more like a, um, it's like more like a private, like one-on-one room mm-hmm. that was connected to that bigger room that you were in. So this might be the private office of somebody, or maybe just like a quick, like set aside meeting space. Whereas the other room you were in had several desks in it for people to work at. Okay. All right. This is what I'm thinking. One, does it sound like there's a guard activity happening outside of this store? Also. Actual first thing, can we lock this door with these keys? Yes. We should do that. Is it able... Can he unlock it from the inside? You need the keys to lock or unlock this. And your guard's keys are essentially like... They're like several skeleton keys. Mm-hmm. So you just have to pick, figure out the one of the three that corresponds to this lock. I mean, maybe we can kind of use your bad plan. Like, uh, maybe use... Uh, switch out uh, this guy's uniform for one that has less blood. And then... I guess I am your prisoner for at the moment. And then you just escort us to wherever we need to go. Problem is, I don't know where we need to go. Well, so far there's supposed to be two guards on duty. Sure, great. So you could also be a guard? You have blood all over your back. It's not that noticeable. Ilsen just kind of turns Magpie around and just like circles the spot of blood on her back. Big one. And I assume that takes up the whole back. Yeah. Fine. She identity thefts this guard, switches, puts him in the bloody uniform, and gets the clean uniform for herself. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you've done your costume change. Does the guard have any handcuffs on him or something? No. Mm. They're not that kind of guard. Fair. I guess we're gonna go. I mean, at least bring the uh, baton. Maybe that's how you're holding me? I I was gonna push him to shut up, beat the crap out of you. Okay. For you know. Not exactly what I need to hear right Persuasion. now. Persuasion. Great. Sure. Uh, all right. Oh, does baby not like the idea? No. No. Not what? No. 
But anyway, I guess let's just see if this works. And I think this will be Magpie's first time seeing this, but she sees Ilsen change face. Oh. Now she just looks like a blonde white girl. Oh. Clever. Just in case this doesn't work out. <laughs> that was Ilsen. That wasn't uh, that wasn't Samson. That was Ilsen also changing her voice. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> okay, so you guys go looking. Esri, you come to, and you are currently sitting somewhere. It's dark. You can't see anything. And it takes you a moment before you realize that you have a bag over your head. Rude. She takes the bag off her head. You go to take it off, and you realize that your hands are tied behind you to a chair. Who's there? You don't hear an answer, but you do hear heavy breathing. From which uh, direction? To your right, a little ways away. Um, she'll rock back and forth lightly in the chair. How sturdy does it seem? It's an okay chair, but it's not meant to hold somebody of your stature for extended periods, especially if you're moving it around a lot. Okay, so just like classic tied around the chair? I think it's tied around the chair and then around like one of the slats in the center. Okay. So like your wrists are tied to the chair itself. And your legs are tied to the front of the chair. He's going to stand up and then trust fall backwards. Ooh. Okay. I like this idea. It's not a great chair, so it's not going to take much to break it. So I think this would be some sort of might-based roll. It's probably a six. I got a 13. You fall backwards and the chair just crumples and breaks apart underneath you. We do the slats that are critical for the rope uh, break as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So essentially she has like a long length of, or a longish length of rope tied to both wrists? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. She's going to try to step through that. Okay, you do. And she takes off her hood. Okay, you take off your hood. You are in a rather plain room. There's the smash chair that you were clearly sitting on about five feet to your right there is a table and there is a pale man with a bit of a paunch laying naked and strapped to the table and he's just breathing in heavily (gasps) what the actual fuck is this Whatever. He kind of looks over at you, and you can see that his eyes are like... You could tell that they were probably blue underneath, but they are just cataracted over. Are you here willingly? Is this something that you're doing for fun? Like, he's just, like, doing it. Like, he turns in your direction, but it's it's almost like he's nonsensical. He doesn't seem to be responding to you. He just occasionally, like, twitches in your direction. And as he does that, you hear this motion against one wall and you can see that somebody is opening curtains on the other side of a window looking into this room and there are two hooded figures just sitting and watching the two of you. Oh, she's going to smash through that window. Okay. You don't have your sledge right now. No, but she's got her rock hard abs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I- Diamond cutters. Okay, so you run over to try to smash that window. This is going to be a... You're going to need multiple successes with this window. The first roll is an 18 might to see if you can put a crack in this special glass. If she jumps into it, can I use my jumping skill? You can. I'm just going to tell you it's going to need to be a pretty amazing roll for you not to just, like, slam face first into it as part of the cracking part. I mean, that's what she's trying to do. 
<laughs> so you'll have an asset on top. All right, I'll spend one level of speed effort, or my effort, I mean, and I'll activate aggression to get another asset. That makes it a nine, right? What does it look like when your aggression gets activated? Ooh, I want to say that she just, she doesn't look enraged. She looks like stern instead and seems to get bigger. Mm-hmm. But when <laughs> Go full Bane. when she uh, squints her <laughs> eyes, the left eye oozes a little bit more than usual, though, when she's aggressive. Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay. So you slam into that window and you see the first crack appear. You do it again? Okay. This time, since there's a crack, it is only a 15. Aggression stays active until choose to end it or the scenario's over. The hooded figures, by the way, are standing up and starting to move towards the door. Oh, yeah. She's going quick. So it'll be a, a six this time, right? With all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm like rolling faster. Like it, it pertains to <laughs> that's 12 real time. <laughs> okay. You break through this window as they step through the door. She gonna get them. She's in fleet of foot. Okay. So, fleet of foot, you can definitely move that fast. So, give me an additional speed roll since you got fleet of foot going. This is going to be a six to see if you get there before the door latches. Oh, big money, 11. Okay. You get to it before the door latches. And it's good because the, the weight of this door, you have the feeling that it's probably one of those doors that, like, once it latches, it's actually locked. And you open it and you see an empty hallway. But you hear that figure back behind you in the room going, oh, 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 she's going after her kidnappers. Okay. So you run out and the groans and screams from that guy are just increasing in intensity as you run down this hallway. Let's do another speed base roll. You've got Flea Foot going, yep. I assume, while you're doing this. So it'll be a nine to see if you are fast enough to spot them before they make whatever turns they're going to make. 19. So you start running and you will definitely see them in the distance. What would you like for a minor effect? I don't know. How close would she have gotten on just regular success? I think you would have still been like a, a short distance away on a regular success. Can she close then the distance? Yes. You can close the distance to these two. Okay. And she reaches out and tries to grab them both by the collar of their stupid little hoods. Okay. Give me a might base roll of 12 and one of 15. Okay, so that'll be 12 and 9. Can I spend a level of effort on each roll? Yes. Okay, so 9 and 6. Effort math gets me every time. 17. Those threes. Okay. Oh, that's one. (laughs) 12. Okay, so you managed to grab them both, and you've got hold of their hoods. At this point, I need you to roll initiative. Yay! (laughs) 17 again. Okay. You go first. She's going to smash their heads together. Okay. You're holding them, so I'm going to say this is going to be a might base roll of 12. Okay. Aggression still active. Mm-hmm. And one kingdom for a sledge. <laughs> 11. Okay. So you smacked them together. You're just using your hands, so this is a two. It's melee, so three. <laughs> Woo! Ah, okay. Right, right, right. Okay, so cool. One of them is going to go next. They are going to turn and reach into their pocket and pull out something and drop it on the floor. I would like to use know what to do. You can act immediately, even if it's not your turn. Mm -hmm. 
afterward on your next regular turn, any action you take is hindered. Mm -hmm. You can do this one time, renews on recovery roll. So she would like to... This is a cipher that is going to explode. Yeah, she's going to kick it as far as she can. Okay, cool. Let's see if you get a good kick in to do it. So let's say this is a nine. Okay. I would feel a lot better if it wasn't a nine, but gosh, tier one. (laughs) Fourteen. It's rough down here. It is. Things feel much more perilous. (laughs) So you manage to kick it down the hallway where it explodes in an electrical burst. The other hood figure is going to go, and he is going to swing at you with some sort of injector. This will be a nine speed defense roll. Oh, boy. No, actually, it's because it's like a light weapon, so it'd be a 12 speed defense roll. Even worse. Okay. Eight. Okay. He injects you, and you start feeling intense pain, like your blood is boiling inside of your body. You will take six might damage and are hindered for your next turn. Ouch. It's going well. Going well. And now it's your turn. And I will say this, Esri, at this point, now that they've like turned around and you can see them a little bit more clearly, it is now very obvious to you that underneath their robes, they're wearing you know, relatively like normal clothes, except they each have a lapel pin on their clothes there. And it is the symbol of the transit guild. Weird. She is going to, to try to use her natural charisma to intimidate the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. So she makes sure her eye is oozing as much as possible. Mm-hmm. By the way, you also hear a crash from way behind you as well. A crash. She'll shake them both and be like, did you wake up wanting to die today? Do you know who I am? Okay, so give me an intimidation. So this would be a a 12 and a 9. So a 9 and a 6? Mm-hmm. 14? 3. Okay. So one of them you definitely intimidate. The other one says, you're nobody. That's why you're here. And the one that you successfully intimidated is, he's basically like frozen in fear this moment. So then the other guy is going to drop another device on the ground. Should have been hindered for that intimidation too because of your act activity. Yeah, but the I think to do. Yeah. Um, oh you're right. Shoot. Yeah, but you still would have made it, I think. So they drop that device and and it explodes in immediate radius with you guys. Hardcore. And it is another electrical burst that runs through body. Everyone in that burst, presumably including them, takes four might damage. Everybody falls prone and is hindered for ten minutes. Does armor help with this? No. And then it's from down the hallway you hear this (sighs) as this naked man sort of stumbles along the way, his face wide, his groaning breaths and it sounds like he's trying to scream but can't make the sound (sighs) and he turns and faces you guys and as you're laying on the ground you can see him it doesn't look like he sees you necessarily becomes aware of you and he takes that first awkward step in your direction and that's where we'll end this episode oh boy Stace something about this episode not dying. That's a good thing to like. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure next action is going to be an action recovery roll. Uh, cause 
Things are nice. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like the idea that the tr- transit guild of all things is engaged in some sort of weird ass criminal activity. Like it's the transit guild. Mm-hmm. That's silly to me. But they do wield undue influence in Corpus. Oh, the transit mob, huh? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they just start a garbage company like all the other mobs? <laughs> it's true. This one gives them more political power because Corpus is so vast without the transit system, they can't move stuff back and forth across the nation. I bet it started as a garbage company and then it became transport and then it just became officially transport. We'll see, I guess. Hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a rough situation to be in. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners XP to check out? Of course, you ask me when I'm hand-pitting cherries for my precious gift from a buck. Well, I would like to recommend <laughs> the app Lingo Legends. It's really cute, and it has a free version. But basically, it's kind of your little dude who's questing through to, like, restore the farm and save the people from an, a great evil Well, you're learning languages. So basically, to attack or defend or heal, you have to do a flashcard. Mm. So you pick a language and it's going to be like, okay, let's say you're learning Japanese. So it's like, do you know all of your romanji? Or is it like, no, bitches, we need to learn katagana and hiragana. So then you're going to be like, okay, what character is this? And if you get it wrong, you don't get to attack, defend, or heal. Like, you just lose that turn. And you like have like a certain amount of stamina, so you have to plan out your turns and do your flashcards to battle. And it's actually quite fun. Okay. Except when like it's not, and you're just like, I can't fucking remember how to say washing the dishes because I don't care. (laughs) But that's the one that always gets me. Okay. And what's it called again? Lingo Legends. So there is like a free version. You get like 20 stamina a day, but you can watch ads to get more stamina. Or you can get like the paid version. I haven't tried the paid version yet because like I've gotten Mm. pretty far with just the free version. It's pretty awesome. Mm. Okay. If people wanted to tell us what they think about Lingo Legends or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, they come to our website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, they'll find all our socials. On Twitter, we are at explorerswanted. Instagram, Facebook, we are at explorerswanted podcast. On Mastodon, we are at explorerswanted at dice.camp. But our favorite social website at the moment is Discord, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Go to that place to hang out with us and talk about whatever nerd stuff we have going on at the moment. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, patreon.com slash explorerswanted is the bestest, greatest place to support us. If you're not using our diehard dice dice affiliate code, explorerswanted at checkout, 10% off your order. Either are good. It's still the best way to support us, but the diehard dice stuff is nice too. Either is good. Do both if you like. Why not? Mm -hmm. Please do. But if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Best thing you can do for us is to tell your friends, tell them about the show, why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing would be to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And if you didn't like the podcast or you just thought it was mad, well, do you hear it? That creak from the other room. It sounds like the floorboards over there. But you're alone tonight, aren't you? Or at least, you're alone now. You try to turn your head to look in the direction of the sound, but your neck stubbornly 
refuses to move. You can feel goose flesh rising on your back across your shoulders and arms. The steps are getting closer now, closer. You hear a faint exhalation, like someone distant breathing forcefully from their nose. You strain your eyes to the left, hoping to catch a glimpse of what might be coming down the hallway, but it's no good. You can only see the wall. You try to take a step and turn your body. You're stuck well and good now. Your body refuses to listen to your internal screams to move. Your heart is racing so fast. You can feel your pulse at your temples so hard you think a vessel might burst. And then you feel his long fingers thread through the hair on the back of your head, closing into a tight fist, pulling your stubborn head back. Your eyes water at the pain, and you swivel your eyes wildly, trying to see anything but the ceiling above. You try to scream, but can't. Feel the first hot drip of saliva dripping down your neck to rest in the hollow of your clavicle. The shadow crossing the corner of your field of vision and the needle teeth beginning to pierce through the flesh of your lips. And from there, well, the rest takes no time at all. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as Daniel at Andrelik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You can find me on our Discord at 3 a.m. on the night of a full moon. I'm Stace Windu. When Bay sneaks up behind you, <laughs> I'm at Slam Potato on Twitter and at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon. Listen, that is just my son's juicy, juicy ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what? T with the Unicorn on Twitch and Realty Unicorn on Twitter. I'm probably going to get a Mastodon soon because, golly gee, did they, Twitter's getting fun. Great management. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. Bye. bye.